What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. We're in this together. In our radio program office, Duque de Albuquerque, we have with us the most powerful monarch of the 16th century, a big club for Carlos I of Spain, also known as Carlos V of Germany. So first, why were you the most powerful monarch of that times? Well, I am the grandson of Isabel of Castilla and Fernando of Aragon, so I inherit their crowns and all their territories that were on their hands in America, in the Mediterranean Sea and the north of Africa. During my reign, I had conquered different territories in Europe. Now that we know something about you, tell us about your childhood, please. I was born the 24th of February of 1500 in Gent, Belgium. So, when I was one year old, my father named me Duke of Luxembourg. I studied in Flanders, and during my studies there, an Spanish humanist taught me Castilian. Can you tell us when did your reign started? The 22 of January of 1516, with the death of my grandfather, I was proclaimed King of Castilla and Aragon. What happened when your paternal grandfather died? Did your life or situation change it? My grandfather, Maximilian I, died the 12th of January of 1519. He left the Holy Roman Empire without a heir. So the 28th of June, I was elected as the new emperor of the Holy Roman Empire. Oh, so yes, your life changed. Now, a little break for you. In a few seconds... We're in this together. Just right for Laurie Wood Chutney. It's a fit, but add a Coca-Cola and it's a hit. Bacon Shack on the beach. Get it while it's hot with a Coca-Cola. It hits the spot. And can you imagine how Sunday lunch will be? Mm, sweet for real. Coca-Cola and macaroni pie indeed. Now you can share some smiles with the new 1.25 liter Coca-Cola for only $5.99. It's happiness that you'll want to share. Coca-Cola. We're in this together. In our radio program now, we are going to ask you some questions about the most relevant conflict in your lives. Can you start telling us about the rebellion of Comuneros? In 1520, like I was seen in Castilla because of my absolute power, my influences from other countries and the rise of taxes make some people to start a revolt against me. The Comuneros extended their power and they caused a fire in Medina del Campo. At this point, I sent the Royal Army to Valladolid, and then they fought against the, com the Comuneros in the Battle of Villadar, where Padilla and Bravo and Maldonado were executed. So, at the end, the revolt finished in the year 1521. What's a disaster? And what consequences caused the Battle of Villadar? 
It made a lot of changes in the organization of the kingdom, which especially manifested the courts of Valladolid of 1523. That was a bit pity. You have so many conflicts in Spain, didn't you? Can you explain now about the Germanian revolt? We think it's very interesting. It was a rebellion between 1519 and 1523. It was a revolt of the nobles of Mallorca and Valencia, which was created by the guilds to protect themselves, but this produced a huge conflict, which the army finished. What a terrible conflict! Now I can see that your life was very difficult. You said before that you inherited the territories in the hands of your grandfathers in America. So now we are going to talk about your reign in America. Only a little part was in hands of your grandfathers, but did you conquer new territories? Yes, Hernán Cortés conquered the Act Empire in Mexico, creating the Viceroyalty of New Spain, and Francisco Pizarro conquered the Inca Empire, creating the Viceroyalty of Peru. After that, some other Spanish conquered the Maya Empire, Colombia, parts in the Amazonas and Filipinas, finishing the travel of Fernando de Magallanes. So you conquer most of the South of America. Now another break for you. We're in this together. We're here asking people from all over what they think of lifting green tea. Let's hear what people from Texas have to say. Mm -hmm. How about China? Mm. Germany? Mm. How about people from the North Pole? Mm. Or Mars? <laughs> it, what about mimes? Oh, right. People with their jaws wired shut? Oh. Yeah, a barbershop quartet. We are back now. We know you had also some conflict outside Spain. Can you tell us about the conflict with the Turkish Empire? The Turkish Empire tried to control the Mediterranean coast, and at the end the army defeated them. After the conflict with the Turkish Empire, the war with France came. Why did you have so many conflicts with France? I had so many conflicts with France because there was a big rivalry between them and us. Exactly four wars. It was because I wanted to control Europe and Italy. What a huge war! However, you also have some conflicts with the German prices which supported Protestantism. Did you approve this? Of course not. My army defeated them in the Battle of Mulberg in 1547. But at the end, I have to sign with them the Peace of Asburg. And this gives them the right to choose their religion. Now that we know all about your conflicts, we want to know something about your personal life. Well, I got married with Isabel de Portugal in 1526. And I had four children with her, Felipe II, Maria de Austria, Juana de Austria, and Juan. I also had some bastard sons. 
At the last periods of his life, he entered in a reflection part of his life and of his self. In 1556, he gave the Holy Roman Empire to his brother Fernando, and Spain and his territories in America to his son Felipe II. He passed his two last years of life in the monastery of Juste, and he died the 21 of September of 1528 because of big fever. At the year 1523, he was moved to the monastery of El Escorial in Segovia by his son Felipe II. You can find his remains in the crypt of the monastery called Panteón de los Reyes. Now we have finished this interview. We wait you for tomorrow in the radio program of Fierce Duque de Albuquerque.